The strategy of the enemy is to get you to hate your here. Right? Um, and the way he does that, uh, Psalm says, he, he, he will yield his fruit in season. That, that the tree that God plants, it will yield its fruit in season. I always skip past the word its, but it may be the most important part of the verse because it means that if I spend my time being frustrated, that I can't bear your fruit. I can only bear fertic fruit. Right? That's all I can bear. That's all I can be. All I can be, if I can say it this way, is the most fruitful fertic that I know how to be. Now, my, my temptation is to see the fruit that you bear or the life that you have or the talent that you have or the personality that you have. I, I usually don't want other people's lives. I want other people's personalities because they're chill. And I wonder, what would it be like to have just a day where you were not so uptight? Like some of y'all's personality looks so tropical, so sunny. Wow, that would be so cool. Did you see how they just handled that? They didn't even get upset. But, but there's a certain way that God wired me. Within me, he will be like a tree planted by the streams that will bear its fruit, that will yield its fruit. Help me preach this and tell the person next to you, yield your fruit. Yield your fruit. Do your thing. Make your mark. Do your job. Hold down your spot. Stay on your post. If you're coaching, coach. If you're teaching, teach. If you're helping, help. If you're a shouter, shout. Yield your fruit. I might not be famous, but I'm going to be fruitful. God created me to produce a purpose. Ah, I feel freedom coming through this house. I feel freedom from the frustration. God said he wanted to set you free from the frustration of trying to produce somebody else's fruit. You're such a good apple tree until you see some oranges. It's just the word of God. She said the kingdom is within you. He said you'd be like a tree planted by streams of water. Now, the problem with the laws is we can't produce anything because we don't get planted anywhere. Because it's not sexy to stay planted. Even preachers, preachers do the weirdest stuff. How many sermons did I preach about Peter walking on water and never said anything about Andrew who stayed in the boat? All Jesus told them to do was get in the boat and go to the other side. Peter was the one who needed a spectacular sign. Andrew was content to just stay in the boat in the storm because this is what God told us to do. And I'm looking for some people who will just go home and be a dad and be a mom and be a husband and be a wife. Oh, 
by the way, we live in a culture where you are not considered successful if you are still single at a certain age. By that standard, Jesus died a failure. He'd be like a tree planted by streams of water. Streams. 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 Isn't that what they call it on feeds? Streams? To be planted by the streams of water produces the fruit that's already in you. But the temptation to think when Jesus left the earth, he left behind some dysfunctional disciples. <laughs> Can you imagine if your greatest protege was Peter? When Jesus is trying to go to the cross and die like the Lamb of God, silent before the shearers to pay the price for humanity's sin, Peter was pulling out his sword, hacking off ears. Did Jesus succeed in teaching his disciples? But you judge it too soon. You judge it too soon. Oh, I'm not, I'm not really making a difference. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go, and when they are old, they won't depart from it. Hold on. Let's take a moment. Everybody repeat after me. How old, Lord? <laughs> I just need to know like an age <laughs> so I can pace myself in the process. But really, to judge your influence like that would be a shame, because Pastor Mickey's church only grew to 200, but here I am preaching to you, and he's the one who gave me a chance. So I want to ask the question again today. Are you going to chase clout, or are you going to embrace calling? Because those are two different things. Those are really, really different, and you just, you just can't know. You just can't know. So bear your fruit in season. That's the win. In season. I mean, what if this message today? What if somebody in uh, Russia? We translate our sermons into Russian. Yeah. What if somebody in Russia needs the message? I don't know if I liked it today. <sighs> what if that's your reaction? How could I judge the success of a sermon? What if somebody who hears it in another language? Two years from now is who really need it. It happens all the time. And I only share it because preaching is what I do. Whatever you do, you know, you have your own version of this, but I'll tell you, usually the sermons that I feel the worst about delivering it is the one somebody will come back to me later and go, I was on the edge. <laughs> yeah. I told the Lord I'm gonna. I'm going to give it one more shot. I'm going on the elevation app and I'm, you know, something really dramatic, you know. Or 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 this is the crazy one they'll be like. I wasn't even trying to watch a sermon. And uh, the YouTube gods put a thing in my uh, feed that was you preaching. And it was just what I needed. Now, if you judge it in the process of doing it, you interrupt the power of it. How could we know? How could we know what God is doing in your life? You're like, well, I'm breaking apart. I'm... That's what the seed does before it grows. Yeah. 
That's what happens before harvest. Have you ever thought about that? That Jesus was a failure by our standards of success when he left the earth? And look what his faithfulness created. I'm speaking to somebody today who secretly feels like I'm failing. Not everywhere. In my personality, it's like you can't even enjoy the places where you're winning because you're so embarrassed about the places where you're losing. And I don't feel like I can really succeed in every area of my life at the same time. Whack a mole. And at the game where you. That's how my mind feels. It's like, I'll be honest, I never feel like a good dad when I get finished preaching through the weekend. I never do. Because for the 24 or 48 hours before I preach, I'm like a, I'm like a zombie. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not really there. Like I'm, I try, I try. I mean, me and Graham, we were wrestling this morning when I came in, so I try my best, but I don't feel totally present. So the devil is going to try to get me to feel after I finish preaching to you, bad about what I couldn't do while I was trying to do this. Does that ever happen to you? I don't mean to turn this into group therapy, but but the issue with most of us is when when we do produce something over here. It only causes us to feel worse about, and especially if you have a secret thing that you struggle with, it tends to cancel out your joy over everything else that you produce. And so, into this, God speaks a word to those of us who feel like, you know, well, I, I just feel like I'm failing. I feel like I, I can't do enough for everybody. You only are responsible to produce what's in you in this moment, here. Now, the kingdom of God is within you. And as we, as we close our series together, I just want to know, does anybody want prayer today at any of our locations? Matthews, Lake Norman, University City, Riverwalk, Orlando, Greenville, Greensboro, somebody watching EFAM online to say that, that I, want to be, I want to be blessed like the Bible says blessed. I want to live in a place that is happy with the life that I have. I want to live in a place where, where I'm planted by streams that actually nourish me. And I really want God's help because I feel like I'm failing most of the time. But I want God to bring forth the fruit that He put in me. And I will not live this next year frustrated over fruit that God never called me to produce. And I will not quit on the gift that he gave me because I do not see it in a sensational form. So I, I want to pray for you. Stand up right now, right where you are. I want to pray for you. The Lord is working in this moment. He's always working, but he's working in this moment. He's trying to show you that when you, when you get set free from the need for the approval of people, then you can receive the approval of God. It's so important that Jesus heard his father say, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, before he did his ministry. That way, he didn't need their validation. He already had. And we've just got to get this. 
I don't know if you can feel it in this series, but but I'm 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 consumed by it. I'm serious about it. I need us to get this that it is not just fame and followers and all the fickle stuff. Someone says that the man who has planted his leaf does not wither. It is something that remains. It is something that the world can't take away. Anything they can give, they can take. But if it comes from God, if it comes from within, if the kingdom is within you, it will not be taken away. Bow your head for just a moment. I want you to uh, turn your palms up to heaven as you lift your hands and just receive from your Father what you need in this moment. We all walk around wondering, like, am I getting it right? Am I a good husband, good wife, good friend, good daughter? Just get in all these. We get all this guilt fed by comparison. Then we compare ourselves to uh, stuff that isn't even real. <laughs> we keep thinking, oh, one day when I get there. But God doesn't want you to hate here. He taught his disciples to pray. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's getting heaven here, here, here. When God called Isaiah the prophet, he just, uh, Isaiah said, I'm a sinful man. I, I, I have unclean lips. I dwell amongst a people of unclean lips. But here I am. Send me. That's all God wants from you, man. Just stop scrolling through all these other images of what you think you're supposed to be and yield your fruit. I feel the Holy Spirit on this, that if you will yield your fruit in season, your leaf will not wither. God wants to give you a peace that doesn't dry up with circumstances and does not change with the conflated tides of popular opinion. Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords, lives in you, and you are enough in him. Give them what they need right now, God. You have it. I don't. Just give them what they need, what they need in your presence. What they need is only found in your presence. We receive it, Lord. God, would you speak to the one who, even this week, has been on this loop? They've been meditating on this thought all week. What I do doesn't matter. Who I am doesn't matter. They just felt like that all week. I pray they'd get a new meditation in your presence today. They'd be planted by streams of water. You will yield your fruit. None of the things are in vain. God's word does not return void. It can't return void. What God spoke over your life, it will bear fruit. So, God, we release frustration, we release fear. We come to you today asking you for a new measure of success in this moment. Am I fully here? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream and share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching.